1: Irreverent, over the top, and smart as a whip. This is the Rob Black Show.
2: I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing and more. Thanks for listening to the show. <clears throat> Still a little report card to start. NASDAQ's down 17.9%. Let's call it 18% for the year. SP 500 down 10.3%. Dow Jones Industrial Average down 7%. 10-year treasury sits at 2.9%. That's the most shocking. The 10-year treasury started the year at 1.6, 1.5 roughly, and it's at 2.9. That's a huge move. That's exponentially large. If I were to say you're going to you know, change your body weight from 1% to 2%, like that's pretty exponentially large. But when you're talking body weight, that's nothing, right? But the number 100%, 200 like. When you start accumulating these numbers, and it's like an earthquake, teeny tiny little move in the Richter scale from six to seven is is exponentially very, very large. Bitcoin's down 14% for the year, so it's in that kind of area as the NASDAQ. I bring that up because I like talking out loud um, and trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together. Meta platforms down 45% for the year. Wait 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 what? Facebook's down 45% for the year. Yeah, that metaverse isn't exactly pulling in the cash and it's burning a lot of cash like barrels of it. So, should you buy? <clears throat> I think if you think Facebook and Instagram and the metaverse have a future, you you could consider it. You can start there. It's a cheap stock. What will they say at earnings? Will they say, you know, we're lighting up our focus on meta or the metaverse stock at skyrocket. But the messaging on it right now is the government hates us for how we control the flow of news information. If a teenage girl looks up how to lose weight, she shouldn't be forced ads from Facebook or Instagram on skinny girls get all the guys. She shouldn't see stuff like that we can't figure out how to police them correctly and we're trying, but we can't figure it out. Um, so Facebook's down 45% for the year. That should be very humbling for people who love fang. I love fang for the stories that Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, and Google create out of all those stocks right now. I think Google's my favorite followed by Amazon and Apple. Um, Netflix has shown us that they make pretty good TV. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's pretty dreadful. But HBO always makes great. And Disney always, if you're into Marvel, if you're into Star Wars, they, they, they deliver. To the point uh, or the tune of like some of the TV shows they're producing are $30 million an episode. And I remember when the cast Friends or the cast Cheers would get a million dollars an episode, you like, I wish I could be an actor. Well, let's just say it's, a, it's the glory days over at Disney. So Fang has found that they are invincible. They no longer are invincible. So earnings season this year for, or this quarter for, I'm going to be very fascinated. We already saw Netflix disappointing, it crushed. How about Facebook and Apple and Google? French President Emmanuel Macron, the man who launched a million memes, cruised re-election yesterday. He defeated far-right challenger Marie Le Pen. He was an EU skeptic and was cozy with Russian President Vladimir Putin. That seems to be a, like a referendum, a mandate today of Putin's bad. I, I, sometimes that's as far as I can go with the analysis. The share of American high school students who said they feel persistent feelings of sadness and hopelessness jumped from 26% to a record of 44% according to a new CDC study. Mental health is a big issue right now, especially post COVID. And I don't even know if we are post COVID because now I'm making more people depressed. I had a young man come to my home this weekend, visit my son and he wore a mask in my home. I'm like, hey, are we not past this? I'm like, He can do whatever he wants as even kind and courteous and got the Lysol out and sprayed down the whole house in case there is any COVID germs. He should feel a little more reassured, but I don't even know if that's going to make you feel reassured because the person next to you is breathing on you. Right. I think the mental health issue is very, very real. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. The poison pill doesn't taste so sweet after all. Twitter is reevaluating. Elon Musk's bid to buy the company for $43 billion, it is one of the coolest internet spots on the world. Like the real estate that Twitter has in our mind is pretty big, but the business model stinks so bad that Elon Musk should buy them. He's not going to make money with them. He's going to turn it into a free speech platform. Maybe. Is that the idea? Twitter's been around for 10 plus years. They haven't figured out how to monetize the thing. Um, they started viral videos with Vine and then gave it up the idea and out of nowhere, you know, uh competitors like TikTok said, you know, we like this idea, we're gonna run with this. Twitter could have been Twitter could have been TikTok. And they just didn't know how to get it out in front of the people correctly. Twitter at this point in time, for people like me, I spread some of my financial news on it, right? My TV spot, my radio show, my podcast, I I send out on Twitter. Twitter should charge me. People listen to the show because they see a tweet where I'm going, you know, today I'm going to talk about China's COVID fences collapsing. It'll be a little tweet. It's actually a big story today is that China's signaling stagflation and that the markets have more downside room because of stagflations here. I could tweet that and someone says, ooh, Rob's smart. I want to work with a company he works with, Well, Twitter should charge me for that. They don't. Um, I'm using it as a marketing platform. Who else uses it as marketing platform? Most people use it as a marketing platform. Comedians, uh, you know, they sell tickets. Uh, musicians sell tickets. And some of these features shouldn't be free just because they bring content to the table it allows Twitter and Facebook to say, we're going to go get advertisers for it. And that's where it gets, turns into a problem. If you tweet about your love of, you know, birds and suddenly you're getting the feed the birds campaign. That is a, a, like it's a problem. The two free speech and advertising don't necessarily work terribly well together because the advertisers want something in return. Bezos his uh Blueprints for his new building in Northern Virginia are pretty cool. Um, it's a tall, pointy building next to a lot of square and rectangular buildings. His is circular that has a walkable ramp completely around the building. Um, one of the cooler buildings you'll ever see. So if you get a chance to go Google uh, Northern Virginia HQ2 for Amazon, it's a helix, to say the least. And um, I don't know, do we need, uh, sometimes, uh, yes, I guess we need art. Yes, I guess we need uh, graphic designers. That's all a good thing in my book, right? So market inputs are coming from all sides. We'll talk about that a much, much more. Um, it's earning season, big time, Coca-Cola this morning, estimates, lovely, revenue, lovely. They, they hit and meet, met their estimates. We'll talk more about PepsiCo, Whirlpool, Amazon, Apple, Twitter, Boeing, Meta, all reporting this week, all going to be driving the stock market this week. You saw what happened after Netflix reported earnings, right? Big week. I'm Rob Black.
1: Brought to you by EP Wealth. This is the Rob Black Show.
2: I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing in more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. I think one of the more sad things that I see on a regular basis is people dying without a financial plan and how death affects people, financially speaking. It's a very, very weird thing to say out loud. Um, But try to have a plan. You're going to die. I see it all too often and it's kind of weird because my spouse has started to see it. It's not that she's younger because I didn't do that. I'm age appropriate. It's that there wasn't a plan with a lot of the people that are aging in her life. I'm not going to be very careful when I talk about because these are in laws in some cases. Um, I can't even imagine scenarios like stepfathers. I came from two parents who were married their whole life. He died. She died 25 years later. That created some hiccups here and there. I can't imagine my stepbrothers going right now like, hey, where's mom's money at? She died last year. Or like, why isn't it distributed? Did your mom not like my mom because we have different mamas, same daddies? Like, I, I couldn't imagine. So do yourself a favor and try to spell everything out. I highly recommend a trust on top of a will. So basically, it's in your damn words. So when you die, it doesn't turn into oh. Here's here's a great example. This isn't my direct family. The dad died two years ago. Um, same thing. That Steve Jobs had pancreatic cancer, so he dies and he dies kind of fast. So he's a uh, this is a family friend. Her dad died two years ago, and he was tied towards a trust that goes back to Europe, like pharmaceuticals, like when they were snake oils before they became companies like Pfizer and Eli Lilly. When they sold tonics, that would cure like the great, 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 great grandfather did that. And because of that, he sold his uh, snake water company to someone who became Pfizer and Eli Lilly. You get the idea, right? So he died a couple years ago. Died kind of fast. Lived a trust child's life. Does anyone know in the audience, someone who's on a trust and you're like, yeah, life's easy for you. You didn't have to go to college. Yeah, life's easy for you. You walk dogs for a living kind of thing. And you're kind of like mad at them. They're probably not very good with money. So he, the father, lived kind of an artistic life. Um, statues, and he'd import stuff from Italy and build it up in the uh, Sonoma County. like he had the home was beautiful. okay, so he has two kids. Our family friend has a daughter, and the brought son. He didn't really like his son. It looks like from a distance. He didn't trust his son financially. He gave his son lots of money in his lifetime to start businesses and his son typically, burned out and never made anything out of them so the son has a i believe to be a little bit of a drinking issue so now i'm setting up the two kids right one successful one went to college one was a dropout and continuously tapped daddy's money to try to run businesses and they always failed and daddy became a little bit disenchanted with him so the way the trust was set up and get this this is Almost funny. It's almost funny. It was a poop ton of money. It had been in the family for years and years and years. <clears throat> but, like, somewhere along there, a grandmother got involved and says, You know, I want my kids to have access to this money too. So she changed the terms of the trust so that it can go to my friend's father, who passed away two years ago. The options on the trust were out. So when he passed, all the money goes back to the trust, minus $1 million for each kid. And the only other asset that he had was a home. And he wanted his daughter to live in the home because she was an architect, a lot like he saw himself as an artist. Someone who could design things. He was in sculpture. He was best friends with his daughter after she went to college. He became disenfranchised, disenchanted with his son just saw how things never worked out for him. And I feel a little bit bad for the son. I know the son, he's a good guy in his heart, but he's also one of those guys. Like when he learned I have a financial show, he's like, Hey, if I, um, if I sell insurance, can I, can I get a show like yours? Like he was trying to figure out ways to crack the code. Like I did, but he wanted someone to do it for him or show him instead of figuring it out on his own. um, and in the end, he was one of those guys who was always talking about money. And on weekends, I don't really want to talk about money. Although I did dry laundry outside in sunshine, and I'm stoked because I save four or five loads of drying. I know you're saying you are that cheap. No, I just I just makes me happy. Anytime you can crack the code, beat the system. So okay, so his family is a mess right now because the daughter was loved by the father. The son was not. Now, wait, you're saying you haven't talked once about the mother. That's right. The mother we're learning. All the money before it goes, the kids goes to support her and her health. And almost immediately after losing her husband, she's put in a home because the kids are now starting to see her on a regular basis. And she's fruitcake batty. She's out there. So the daughter gets the love, the daughter gets the bulk of the retirement in the home, all of it, and they each split a million dollars. He's the kind of guy that a million dollars means nothing to. He's probably already gone through it in two years. Um, left California, went to a cheaper state, kind of a through-and-through Republican, owns a gun. I think he went to Wyoming because California is wackadoodle. You know the types out there. And trust me, I think California is kind of wackadoodle. I think the system is broken here when we have the tax system that we have in California versus the rest of the country. But it also provides a lot for many instead of nothing for some kind of thing. The father passes. He makes it very clear that his daughter was the favorite. Guess who hates his sister now? Him, Shane. The brother hates the sister. And there's a fight over what to do with the mother because she's been put in a home because she's mentally unfit uh, to the point of like um, doesn't really realize what's happening. Like she doesn't realize the husband passed away. doesn't realize she's not 22 years old. And there's like men visiting her in the home because they're trying to get access to her retirement. They're trying to get access to her home and change the terms, of the will and the trust. It's the craziest poop show I've ever seen. The son's going after the sister. The, the mom is getting suited by gentlemen in a mental facility. And, and everything is very, very clear in the trust, and it can't be really challenged. But if the brother wants the mother to fly out to Wyoming. It's, it's a, a write this stuff out, people. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more.
1: The Rob Black Show is brought to you by EP Wealth. Learn more about EP's unique approach to managing wealth at robblackshow.com.
2: General Motors is going to be producing an electrified Corvette next year, followed by an all-electric version of the iconic sports car. Not giving up on the combustible engine. They're going to keep a version of that around for I don't know how many years. Um, but it's changed. So if you grew up thinking GM or Ford or your two investment options, you got to start thinking of some other ways of looking at things, in my opinion. Um, what else is out there? SpaceX Starlink is going to provide Wi-Fi on Hawaiian Airlines flights with free service for passengers. C- cool. I think that's a lovely uh, use of the technology. I think flying four or five hours from California to Hawaii is needing of a little bit of us internet service. What I don't like about it is how much internet do we need in the sky for four or five hours, but it's okay. I think that's a winner. I think that's a, a nice story for Tesla. I think it's a nice story for SpaceX, who owns Tesla. You get the idea, Elon Musk, right? <sighs> It's very practical use of a cool technology. I don't think it changes the world, but it's a very practical use. Twitter shares are jumping today on reports it could accept Elon Musk's bid as early as today. Twitter shares are jumping. A uh, deal for $54.20 a share, about $43 billion. Musk has gotten the financing for it. He's put a huge margin loan on his shares of Tesla, which if they were to fall 50%, it would be calamitous. It would be pretty interesting to see how the scramble here. The social media platform, Twitter, hasn't really come up with a way to implement a poison pill and or to find another better. This is moving pretty quickly, and shareholders at Twitter are like, you know what? We're not getting a super premium. Our shares have been this high before. They've been this high before two years ago. So not shopping for a bidder is a little bit of a problem, but it shows you how bad the business model is at Twitter. A lot of activity, flurry of activity, lots of engagement. Makes headlines every day in media. Breaks news every day in media. And yet, they haven't figured out a way to monetize it. Um, and I'll be honest with you: I don't really like Elon Musk saying, "Yeah, if you pay three bucks a month, you'll get you know a verified check mark by your name." It's moving in the right direction, but I don't know if it's going to be the First Amendment thing that freedom of speech that I don't think it'll ever. I don't know. All I'll tell you is this: is very problematic that. Twitter can't seem to respond with anything other than, well, I guess we'll be acquired. Their board is a mess. Their board doesn't tweet. Their board doesn't own shares of Twitter. Their board is a bunch of um, techno elites who want to believe in the techno elitism of being a techno elite. So I don't see how this ends other than Twitter getting acquired and just fading away to not important. But something tells me Elon Musk will keep it interesting, (laughs) because we started by talking about Starlink is going to be doing Wi-Fi on Hawaiian airline flights, which is a great use of the technology. But uh, I don't see a business plan for Twitter. And that's okay. Sometimes you just can't flesh it out. Tesla shares are sliding as traders are discounting Elon Musk's potential $43 billion Twitter makeover. Which is going to be his favorite child? SpaceX, the boring company, Twitter, Tesla. Um, we all kind of can agree that he's got a great engineering brain, but he's kooky. Um, he picks fights on Twitter. He seems to care about his Twitter image. He will. He got into some sort of kerfuffle over the weekend. Um And released some of his private tweets with or some of his private messages with bill gates over twitter and where bill gates is like hey elon can i hit you up for a donation for a food bank or something like that and elon musk responds back like are you still shorting twitter and gates is like not at twitter are you still shorting tesla and gates fires back he's like yeah that position hasn't been closed yet and musk just basically blew him off and said well I can't do business with you. You're shorting a company that I own. And that does bring up a good dilemma, right? So a successful Twitter takeover ultimately is going to heap another significant challenge on top of the billionaire's growing leadership portfolio. And where does he spend time at? Is it SpaceX is the boring company? Is it Neuralink? Remember, he's putting semiconductors in monkey's heads right now. I have a monkey and I... If a monkey can't walk, has been paralyzed because a human being broke its spine so we can put a dead semiconductor in his neck. That seems horrible. But something tells me it's happening. I don't know. It's happening in Neuralink. Um, but you put a little semiconductor in and you can basically teach him how to walk again. And I don't know. Like, we know that's happening this year. And we also know Boring Company is making some progress on some deals. And we know SpaceX has got a deal or two up their sleeve with Starlink, which is an interesting way to fund their operation. At what point do you think Elon Musk is too spread too thin? And is it possible? There's stories about him sleeping on friends' couches now. Like he doesn't he's okay, I'll move on because we'll see what happens with Twitter in the next twenty four hours. The average American between the age of 45 to 54 has $161,000 in a 401k. It's not enough. So the age of 45 to 54, the average American has 161000 The median where half or over and half or less is 56,722, but we're not going to talk medians. The average 401k balance of people 55 to 64 is $232,000. The average 401k balance of people 65 and older are $255,000. Now, hopefully these people also have homes as assets so they can sell a million dollar home and move to a cheaper state and buy a $400,000 home and live off another 600,000, right? That's the idea. Because... If you're 65 and older and you have $255,000, what's it going to be? $50,000 a year for five years roughly? And you're going to be 70 with nothing left in your 401k? And again, I'm doing really, really rough numbers. But you, is 50000 enough? Is running out at 70 okay? Your social security is not going to be a lot. Maybe... 18 to 20,000, but after you pay taxes, more like 12 to 15,000. So, can you live off $1,000 a month? Where are you in your savings? If you want to get ahead, listen to this show, spread the word. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show.
1: Don't miss an episode of The Rob Black Show. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: Silicon Valley startups are facing a, a tough time right now, in large part, cut jobs now or risk incurring worse pain later. So the venture capital cycle is turning, as it used to be, who wants money, who wants money, raise your hand, who wants money, to who wants money and we're going to take 10% of your company, to who wants money and we're going to take 20% of your company, to you're not getting any more money, you need to fire people that we've already given you money. And now we need to get public by getting you skinnier and leaner. It doesn't always happen out play out exactly like this, but the irrational exuberance of venture capital and startup money, it's fading fast. Some stories of note around that. Um, It's earnings season and you've seen companies like Netflix just get crushed. Um, And again, we have a lot of good companies reporting this week, Microsoft, Alphabet, Visa, Meta, Apple, Amazon, Berkshire Hathaway, ExxonMobil. And they're all gonna give us little information on how the economy is doing. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing more. Russia pumping nearly 10% less oil than before invading of Ukraine. China has said they're going to consume 20% less oil this month. Russia's pumping less. China's needing less. There's a lot of thoughts out there right now called stagflation. And if you think inflation's bad, stagflation's worse. Deflation, I think, is the worst of them all which is kind of the environment that we should be getting into. Um, Just throwing it out there for you. Other big stories of note day, Coca-Cola beat on expectations. They talked a little bit about Russia, which is again, fascinating. Do I think Coca-Cola ever gets back into Russia? Yeah. Do I think it's going to be fast and easy? Nope. Do I think they'll have it faster and easier than all other companies? Yes. I think ExxonMobil ever gets back, no. I don't know, it's not with this leadership problem the world is trying to digest. Sparkling soft drinks were up 7% for Coca-Cola. Juice, nutrition, plant-based beverages, dairy were up 12%. Hydration, sports, coffee, and tea up 10%. All right, so Coca-Cola makes Diet Coke and Coke. You know the product, right? but they also make juice. They make nutritious drinks. They do plant-based beverages. They do dairy. Mm -hmm. They do hydration, sports, coffee, tea. Yeah. So they said revenue has been impacted by the company's decision to suspend business in Russia. On March 8th, there's been an adjusted impact of four cents a share, which is not much. They've had organic growth of 7 to 8%. They've had adjusted earnings per share growth of 5 to 6%. Pretty good quarter for Coca-Cola. Again, how do we want to talk about Coca-Cola here? I don't want to use the word cockroach, but I would say that they're a survivor kind of company in good economies and bad economies. Um Is it a stock that I adore no Is it a stock that I like very much so for the long-term? Yes. If you go back to the 1980s, 1985, it was a $1.30 stock. Today, it's a $65 stock. Now, if you go back to the 90s, so I'm going to to use a period that you can understand. So if you're 40 years old, you're 10 years old, right? Um, Did I do the math right there? Yeah, say you're 10, add 30. Um, it was a $4.04 stock, $4.40 stock. So now it's 65. Is that a good investment? Yes. Okay, so you're saying, well, Rob, I'm only in my 30s, so let's, let's do a different number. Let's say I bought it in the uh, uh, year 2000 when the world was going to heck in a handbasket. 2000, 2000, it was a pretty big correction after the go-go 90s it was a 30 dollars stock now it's a 65 dollars stock so it's doubled in 20 years plus it's paid a dividend that dividend is to me the thing that's most attractive about it is that you get you know a check from them every 90 days is it a lot eh, it's okay uh 44 cents a share but again, it's consistent, right? You knew about Coca-Cola in the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, 2010, 2020. Would I buy it today? If I had a, a 30, 40 year time horizon, if it was like, oh, kids, when grandpa dies. No, I guess with kids, it's dad. Oh, kids, when dad dies, I'm going to leave you shares of Coca-Cola. And then you can give those to your kids and my grandkids. And Coca-Cola around when I was a little kid and we enjoyed a hot, cold uh, hot cold no, cold icy cold coca-cola on hot days uh during the summer and it was wonderful and it was a sugar high right and it caused your teeth to rot and fall out it's been around for a long time coca-cola is the kind of what's working right now on wall street it's the consistency that we feel comfortable name some other companies like that in your head you'll know, go like mcdonald's yeah johnson and johnson they know more baby-crying-eyeballs shampoo, Coca-Cola pays a 2.7% dividend. So, through the years, when your bank wasn't paying you much, Coca-Cola is paying you a lot. Again, is that acceptable? Not for me. Not sexy enough for me, but consistent enough for me. So, when I want consistency, I'm going that direction. When I want to retire, I'm going that direction. So Friday was a tough day for the stock market, and things are interesting this week because we're hitting a big earnings week. Again, if I were just to name a couple, um, you're going to go with Whirlpool. That's going to give us a demand for appliances in our homes. PepsiCo today, Alphabet, Microsoft, General Motors, Chipotle. What's Chipotle going to toss? Are people going back to restaurants? Is it still the delivery angle? Is it the uh, electronic wallet loyalty program. What's going to be their story today? Is it the price of avocados from Mexico? Meta platforms. Are they rocking Instagram? Have they finally figured out a way to make money on WhatsApp? Is Facebook in decline? How do they compare with TikTok? How are they doing with the government? It's it's a fantastic time because it's to tell the truth. Boeing, Ford, Twitter, Apple, Intel. Intel's got an interesting situation right out right now. They've kind of been become kind of a commodity and they've seeded the top end of the semiconductor market to AMD and Nvidia who make graphic processing uh, semiconductors, GPUs versus CPUs. But now Intels saying we're gonna make a GPU too and you're seeing shares of Nvidia and AMD get hit not probably because of, of Intel. no 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 don't get confused. It's probably because during the pandemic, we all wanted to stay in and play video games to kill the time. And we all got very high-end computers. We all got very high-end consoles, Sony PlayStation 5, Microsoft Xbox Series X. We all got, and now there's kind of, we pulled the demand forward. We saw that with Netflix. The Tiger King, here comes an insult at my audience, and I'm I'm not supposed to insult my audience. It was probably the worst TV show of all time. Uh, my spouse tried to drag me into it, and I watched one episode, maybe one and a half, and I was so depressed. I wanted to die. Here was a human being that was suffering. The animals were suffering. Everyone in this man's life was suffering. It's just a story of ultimate sadness. <clears throat> we wanted to watch it unless we were locked up. So Netflix got people to watch that trash, and now they're paying the price for it as we go, you know what, I don't need any more Lion Kings, I'm going to go out and kiss a girl, I'm going to go out and go on a hike, I'm going to go out and uh, get my bike out, because my buddy Joe, he's been vaccinated three or four times. So we don't have to watch what Netflix serves up and people are dropping the service. Twitter is expected to accept Elon Musk's bid as early as today. There appears to be no white night coming. The poison pill was uh, a very poor defense. Didn't even buy them any time. It's just a bad business as far as business models go. Rob Black knows business models, not fashion models. That's a fair statement. That is a very fair statement. Um... China's zero tolerance policy towards COVID has kept Shanghai in an extended lockdown, and now it's feared that Beijing may be next after China ordered mass testing this week for the district. There's panic buying of consumer staple items in China. China's Here's some facts that just have bled through into my brain. China's vaccine sucks compared to the other world vaccines. Um, it's like 60% effective versus the 90 plus percent that we got in the United States um and their zero policy has probably kept more people alive but it's also kept more people without you know antibodies in their body so they're still kind of going through the throes of it as if it's the first time their bodies aren't seeing this disease and aren't adapting to it it's not killing off the weak per se so we're going to pay a lot of attention to China this week. If they lock down Beijing, down, down, down goes the stock market. I right, know anyway, we're still talking COVID. Are you with me or against me? Because you got to pick a side. This is a civil war of knowledge. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, or Rob Black Show.
1: Irreverent, over the top, and smart as a whip. This is the Rob Black Show.